0: Why are, you, why are you laughing? Why are you giggling already?
1: Because we were giggling a couple seconds ago. You were giggling. You're giggling. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's us. Holly. And Daniel. And we're here for episode six of Halfway Saints.
0: Yep. Made it.
1: We made it. So hello
0: to everyone listening. Mm-hmm. All 139 of you. We checked yeah. our stats. Um, we have this, in March, we've had 139 different Subscribers.
1: Yeah, we don't really get our website uh analytics yet. Yes,
0: we don't know what that means, but we're just.
1: That's a big number. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to go ahead and say
0: that's how many people download each week. So yeah,
1: yeah. you're
0: one of thirty nine.
1: One of one hundred and thirty nine. Yeah,
0: I totally left out the hundreds. I mean,
1: they're a big. Which
0: well, is because obviously we're dealing in hundreds because we have <laughs> such a wide audience. So I can just say.
1: 39. You can abbreviate it. Yeah,
0: but yeah, so yeah. you're not alone out there. You're one of one thirty nine. You might be the listener of the week. Mm. We,
1: if we could ever figure out how to look at individual listeners, right?
0: They should tell us who the listener of the week is. So Ooh. if you're the listener of the week, let us know, <laughs> and we'll not give you a prize,
1: or we will,
0: or we will. You
1: can't, you can't. See. That's the
0: mist. That's the mystery. Ooh, will I'm you in. get a prize? Will you not? Like a sweepstakes? How fun! Holly really loves sweepstakes. She, she she's never won one but she she gets very excited about the possibility of winning
1: them. I mean the, someone wins. So, <laughs> so that what if that was us?
0: I know. There I mean
1: was, someone wins the lottery. There
0: was there was a Sweepstakes from a radio station a while ago, and it was like you would win a trip to Russia to go to like the concert, whatever. (laughs) And Holly was like, it came on the radio, and Holly was like, looked at me like super serious. She was like, we should do that. (laughs) Like they were just waiting for someone to volunteer to go on this trip. I
1: mean, we should go to Russia. No, I have no desire to go to Russia. I mean, maybe a little St. Petersburg. I know.
0: Um, what if we have a Russian listener? We just went down to 138. Oh, what if he was the listener sorry. of the week? <laughs>
1: um, no, but I have won sweepstakes before. What'd you win? I won that pack and play at the hospital.
0: Oh, that was a drawing. It's different.
1: What's the difference?
0: Sweepstakes is like, well, there's no purchase necessary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, a drawing is like local. Like, you know, your little ticket is in there. Sweepstakes could be any number of people. It's totally, it's totally different.
1: Um, and my mom won our, um, Backstreet Boys concert
0: tickets from the radio. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's your mom. That's not you winning it.
1: I got to go to the concert.
0: One time I won a Frisbee from a pack of (laughs) Starbursts, but but I didn't send it in, so I never got my Frisbee. Daniel, why not? I don't know. Oh, you
1: chickened out.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Maybe, maybe should, you could be the winner. Maybe you can be the listener of the week mm-hmm. if anyone listens to this episode. <laughs> I know,
1: but seriously, we are so humbled by all of the great feedback that we've gotten um, from our two fans on Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've gotten some tweets. Oh yeah,
1: three fans on Twitter. Yeah. You know, tweet back and forth. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Greg Willets. Mm-hmm. Thank you for um tweeting to us Who and saying is,
0: like the podcast master in seriously.
1: The he has like a good jillion podcasts, and is the director of new evangelization, right?
0: For their, he does something for the archdiocese of Denver. Yeah. He does. I think he does their podcast at the very least. So.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, so thank you to Greg Willits and also thank you to Father Connor again from Three Dogs North for continuing to promote us and uh, just give us a lot of affirmation um, that we're doing a good job, and mm-hmm. we are just really excited to be here we yeah. doing this, still. and
0: our other Twitter friend,
1: Katie Dorn,
0: boss. boss. I think it's Dorn Boss.
1: I know. Um, we have a mutual friend, uh, <laughs> which is really fun. But uh, we like, we like you, and, we <laughs> and thank you for favoriting our tweets and um, just showing us that you love us.
0: But yes, yeah, so thanks to everyone who's liked us on Facebook and left us reviews and sent us emails. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. it. Really makes our day. It really does. Anyway, that sounds like the ending. We're not ending. No! We're just getting started. We're
1: just getting started.
0: <laughs> so, so to be honest, I... What?
1: You and your puns. It's not a pun.
0: I mean, it's kind of pun. Anyway.
1: It is kind of punny. That's all.
0: Today we want to talk about honesty. <laughs> <laughs> let's be
1: straight up. Let's be honest. Let's be
0: honest. Oh. That's,
1: that's what you did. I caught you, you told your, my joke again. I know, but I finished it for you. Okay.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, we want to talk about honesty, because um, this is something, I think, especially today, that kind of has gotten forgotten. and. Um,
1: well, in today's culture, it's just not looked at, um, or it's not um, done very well.
0: And it's not valued.
1: Right. That, like, thank you.
0: I'm not hopefully i'm not doing the old man thing of like you know back in my day a man's word is worth <laughs> but um and i hope i'm not doing that but i do think that being honest and being true to your word is something that um has very tangibly decreased um yeah in recent times um i think of just from a like popular culture not popular culture but like a larger cultural perspective um just like politicians and leaders, we kind of expect them to lie. Like we mm-hmm. kind of, they're going to say what they need to say in what, you know, if they're in the South, to... they're going to say this. If they're in New England, they're going to say this. Um, and there's just not a huge level of honesty. We, they have scandals and they get caught in lies. And we kind of, as a nation and as a people kind of just shrug it off and say like, oh, that's just how it is. Right. Um,
1: so our standards have been lowered.
0: They have. I, I dropped my pen. <laughs> while I was gonna get it, but I said it's fine. Let it stay on the ground.
1: Um, but yeah, our standards have been lowered to like, I guess. Culture has just been uh, bruised, or is that the right term? But mm-hmm. uh, to think that this is normal—that right. leaders are leaders lying is normal mm-hmm. when it is it actually is not, and leaders need to be held accountable especially in their positions to stay honest and to stay as examples to the rest of us Mm -hmm. and to um, take ownership of um, who they are.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's even um, I've noticed in like social interactions it's really easy to lie and this I'm guilty of this myself I'm not just saying everyone else doing it I'm not Um, but just with like little things like you know at work like oh, I totally sent you that document. It must have not attached right. Mm. Uh, Or in school, like, yeah, I sent in my paper. Did you not get it? Oh, gosh.
1: Let's pause. (laughs) Daniel. Okay, so in high school, Daniel was infamous for um, not being able to get the paper off of his floppy disk.
0: I would save my paper, which was probably half done done at the most, to a floppy disk, knowing that the computers at our school wouldn't read it properly.
1: So like every single day, he was having floppy disk problems.
0: <laughs> <They're> <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think our teacher knew about it and didn't care, or uh, saw through my lies. I mean,
1: if if they were, had any ounce of um, brain, <laughs> they would know. The they intelligence. Had, if they had an ounce of
0: brain, they'd have figured it out.
1: I couldn't think of the word no. intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad one to forget, uh,
0: uh. but um, but in all seriousness, um, it is kind of something that I catch myself doing at work, um, and it's it bothers me, you know, because it's like, why was I so quick to make that lie? Like, mm-hmm. what, you know, no one, what's going to be the consequence for? I'm like, oh, I forgot to send that email, mm-hmm. or you know, I didn't attach that document. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll do it now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do it too, especially with work where a client could say, like, can you do this? And I say, yes, immediately. Yes, I could do that. No problem. And then I'm like, oh, crap. How do I do this? Mm. How can I get this done? Um, Or I just try to uh, make myself, like, uh, attractive is the only word that's coming to mind, Mm -hmm. like, to others to, like, you know, entice them. And so, like paint this picture that, yes, I'm, like, the best at this, this, and that, when, like, really I'm not, um, which I think it's okay to, to paint yourself in a good picture, but you also have to be honest about um, the things that you can and cannot do.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, why, I think why this bothers me so much is when I kind of think about being honest and being truthful, um, I always go back to the the verse from Matthew, like, um, it's right after the Beatitudes, Jesus says, um let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. And that's that's pretty uh it's pretty clear. And it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty harsh. Not mm-hmm. harsh, but straightforward. And, it's straightforward. Yeah.
1: And Jesus like hated the lukewarm. Mhm. You know, so like you either be hot or you be cold. Right. So you gotta like choose. Yes or no. You can't be this in between.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and it's it's true that any kind of conniving or trying to like weasel your way out of something, um, we kind of tell ourselves we're in this middle area. But it's yes or no, or this is from Satan. Yeah. You know this kind of conniving because that's what Satan is. He's cunning and sly and conniving and tries to pull you into that gray area or what we think is a gray area. You know that right. in between, like oh it's it's okay, it's kind of, it's fine. It's not, there's that thing, but try this over here. Mm -hmm. And that's um, sort of how you slip into sin.
1: Yeah, it's when you slip into complacency. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, well, it's not that bad. and uh, Well, it's not necessarily, like, I'm not risking too much by it being, like, totally good. So I'll just, like, sit in this little comfortable place.
0: Right, or I'm not going to take a stand. I'm going to find this area where I don't have to say yes or no or have an opinion on it.
1: Right. Because then you don't offend anybody. Right. Then you please everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think I think this is something as Christians we should really take to heart, because in um, the letter of James, it's sort of quoted again. He says, um, But but above all, my brethren, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, that you may not fall under condemnation. Um, he's kind of talking about it in terms of swearing oaths like, don't swear by your beard. That happens a lot in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Very medieval literature, they're always always swearing by their beards.
1: I swear by my beard. Yeah. That that's is true. so
0: weird. I guess it was like a sign of prestige. Oh, okay. Um But if you're honest and you're trustworthy, you don't need to qualify. You don't need to swear on your mother's grave or on your mm. son's life, that kind of thing. You should just be you know your
1: words should be trustworthy right, enough.
0: as a person knowing that you're supposed to speak the truth mm-hmm. and live the truth you don't need to rely on anything else, you know?
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Um,
0: So I think just if you look at scripture, it really underlies um, the value and sort of necessity of being truthful, being honest, and um, living in honesty and in truth. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to point out that um, being dishonest doesn't just mean telling Mm -hmm. lies. It's not if you ate that ham sandwich and you didn't, or you ate that <laughs> ham sandwich and you say you didn't. Um, it's it's not telling the full truth. So if you're, um, and it's this is something I I do. I don't understand why I do it, but if I'm like, if I don't feel like talking about something,
1: mm-hmm. someone's like,
0: "Oh, how was your weekend?" I'm like, "It's fine. Didn't do anything." Clam up. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a lie, but it's sort of. That's a little different, but you're not opening yourself up fully.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're not um, being... Well, you're really not being very truthful because I mm. wasn't fine. Yeah. Like, what does that even say? You're not saying anything. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to be so mean.
0: Or, that, that was not a good example. That's kind of getting away from what I wanted to say. What I meant was um, if you... If someone asks if you... Um, you know, did you see what happened to my orange? I don't know why it's always about food. <laughs> food. It's okay. <laughs> um, and you, you kind of say, "Well, I didn't. I know that so and so took it, um, but I didn't see them do it." You know, mm. so it's not just it lying. It's kind of weaseling your way out, and it could also be like not speaking truth to a situation. So if you see someone. Um, doing something harmful or something you're not supposed to be doing. And you just kind of like, oh, that's not my problem or that's not mm-hmm. my concern. Or, you know, I'm not going to tell their parents about it. I'm not going to tell their friends that they did this. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's being dishonest and, and being untruthful.
1: It is cause you, you're not really looking out for like the greater good. You're just looking out for yourself and that you mm-hmm. don't want to uh, push any buttons.
0: Right. We will lie a lot to remain comfortable. Mm-hmm. Especially, I've noticed, um, just in, like, social situations and, like, with, like, dating. People ask me for dating advice. I don't I know. know why. I'm it's not. Okay. Especially, like, like, I could probably give sound, like, Christian marriage advice. But if you're, like, not a Christian, you ask me about dating? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, anyway, do you
1: text them? I don't, yeah, I, know yeah, I don't know. Someone's <laughs> like,
0: should I text them back? I already texted this other person. I, like, I have no idea. This is a different world. But it's, like, situations like that, it's really casual to lie and say, like, oh, I'm busy this night, or mm-hmm. um, sorry, I didn't have my phone on me, you know? And yeah. It's like a small lie, but you, you're you lying to this person. And it's because we don't like things to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, Like, it's really tough to go up to someone and say, like, I didn't answer your text message because I'm not interested in hanging out with you. You know? Or I had something more important to do. Like, you right. don't have to be a jerk about it, Right, you could say... I didn't respond, or, or you should respond and say, I'm actually going out with this friend tonight because I haven't seen them in a while. And I-
1: yeah, and I do that so often. I, like, analyze all these social situations and, like, the dumbest... I don't know why I get so preoccupied with them, but I am like, well, should I tell her this? Because I don't want her to think that I was saying this and, like, blah, 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 blah. And I get so caught up with, like, how she could read it or how... She could think that I'm just being this like total jerk. But if I just live a life with whoever I'm struggling with communicating with, if I live a life of just like love and truth and honesty in our relationship, then I could just tell that person what's up. And I could just say honestly, like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't answer your phone call because I didn't feel like talking. Mm -hmm. I just was not in a good mood. So I didn't want to, I didn't feel like talking. Instead of lying and being like, oh, I was doing dishes or something like that. and then that opens her, that person up to say like, oh, why, like, is there anything I could do to help? Mm-hmm. You know, you get to li- live more honest relationships. Because whenever you put yourself out there like that, uh, you open yourself up to the good that other people can bring you.
0: Yeah, it also just makes like, being a person much easier. So much easier. Like you don't have to try to decode everything. Like if everyone were completely honest and you asked them a question and they answered it, you would have to like walk out of the room and be like, what do they really mean by that? Like what are they trying to say? Mm-hmm. What like it kind of puts you in a mode of um being suspicious. It's a hermeneutic of suspicion. Ooh. It's a literary or five literary criticism word. Yeah. When you basically read books trying to figure out like how you can like tear it down.
1: Mm.
0: Like how is this author actually racist? That's a big one. If you ever want to get a paper published, just say like, <laughs> this author actually racist or sexist or <laughs> nationalist something. or something it sells but um the other thing with lying is that it's sort of um contagious i don't of contagious mm. but you get no it is it's contagious but you also get used to it i actually read somewhere that for like um habitual liars it actually becomes unconf- uncomfortable for them to tell the truth mm-hmm. like when we like tell a lie we kind of squirm because we are like yeah People who lie often enough, their brain kind of, like, switches gears and gets, like, squirmy when they have to tell the truth because they're so yeah. used to, I guess, like, receiving information, figuring out how to lie about it.
1: Right. So like, even simply things like, um, oh, have you seen that TV show? And then you'd be like, yeah, I hated it. But they, whenever they asked, have you seen that TV show, they actually liked it. And they you be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it was terrible. Right. Like, it's, like, quick things like that that we just get so used to doing it. Yeah,
0: because we're... I think we're often afraid of being foolish, which is pretty foolish in and of <laughs> itself, because there's so many things where like, oh yeah, I I really enjoyed this music. This is great, and someone else will come along and be like, oh that band is really lame. And You'll be like, yeah, they're lame. Yeah, totally. Where it's just like you enjoyed it, you say it, like
1: yeah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, and I think we just don't see, or me, I'll st- I won't st- I'll stop saying we and saying on me. I'll throw the blame on me. <laughs> I'll I'll f- I'll fall on my sword for this <laughs> oh, one, guys. Man. So humble. Um, But a lot of times, it's hard for me to see the value in being honest. Like I was on the train the other day, and the ticket taker guy like walked past me twice, and I was like, he thinks he already checked my ticket, but I haven't bought a ticket yet. I was like, I like kind of tried to get his attention, and then he walked by again, and I was like, I don't know, should I save six bucks? And finally, I was like, okay, hey, I need to buy a ticket, but I didn't want to. Yeah, you paid it. (laughs) <laughs> like afterward, you texted me.
1: And I was like, I hated doing that.
0: Sometimes we don't, yeah, we, I, excuse me, I do not see the immediate value in being honest. Because you can, you know, if you're the only honest person in a workplace or a relationship or whatever, and everyone else is dishonest, you kind of don't get anything by it. Right. Like, you own up to your mistakes. And everyone else pushes them off on someone else. You're, you're, it's reflected badly on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really hard to do, especially in a world that um, kind of says, like, it's okay to, like, fib about these things. And, mm-hmm. like, we're really worried about, like, results. You yeah. Know, how can you, what's best for you kind of thing.
1: Which is not good. Because it is, like, society and culture is just built on people affirming each other. So it's like, oh, well, if everybody else just lies, then, like, that's the norm. And that's mm-hmm. what I must do. And so if I'm in this culture of... Where lies are entirely common, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep doing it and keep propelling ourselves into this like terrible, like flat life.
0: Mm-hmm. And it you eventually start like you lie to yourself. There's like a mm-hmm. quote from I think it's Great Expectations or something, um, and it's something along the lines of you know the biggest lies are the ones we tell ourselves, or like the worst lies that we fall for are the ones we've told ourselves. Yeah. And you can kind of obscure yourself. Because if you're constantly, like, lying, you're trying to tell, people, tell other people, like, this wasn't my fault, you know, this was someone else's fault, you tend to believe that. Yeah. And you kind of obscure who you are to yourself.
1: Because you're never at fault, and you never have to evaluate yourself to right. say, like, oh, I really screwed up, and how can I get myself out? Like, how can I work myself through this? Right. How can I get myself out of it? Yeah. And I think something that I've always... I've like dealt with a little bit since we moved up to Pennsylvania. Um, I don't think that any of anyone in my family is like how dishonest. Oh. no, <laughs>
0: no, I time thought, thought how dishonest Pennsylvanians are.
1: Oh no, not at all. I love it up here, but, um, I don't think that my family listens to this, but if they do love you, it's fine. Um, but my family, whenever I moved up to Pennsylvania, I had to tell them, like, you have to tell me when things are wrong. Like my cat died. My cat Spuds died. My whole, like, had him forever, I don't know, uh, since I was, like, ten. And he died, and then, like, two months later, they came up to visit, and they're like, oh, yeah, Spuds died. I don't care that much about my cat. Like, I'm not, like, a big sentimental cry if my cat dies or anything, but, like, you gotta tell me this stuff. You know, just because I know that you guys cared a lot about him, and I want to care for you. Like, the moral of the story is that I need to be able to care for you guys well enough by praying for you appropriately. So like, you got to tell me the hard stuff because I think they were they were keeping that from me because they didn't want to hurt me. They don't didn't want me to worry too much, but um it wasn't it wasn't a true relationship at the time because we were just talking about only like good things and we were only talking about things that I don't know, don't cause any kind of drama or any kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. But then, what kind of, like, relationship is that? Because I'm not loving them well. If they were going through a hard time, I wouldn't know about it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I think that happens a lot.
0: Yeah, and the more I think of it, lying and dishonesty is kind of at... I won't say that at the heart of all sin, but it's definitely at the core of a lot of sin. Adam and Eve, after, um, after they... When... Eve eats the apple gives it to Adam they kind of like try to deflect blame on one Mm -hmm. another and Adam's like oh it was totally Eve's fault like she made me do it um and doesn't God ask why were you hiding and they're like we weren't hiding I feel like there's they lie early on and say like no I didn't
1: yeah I think you're right
0: um but it's kind of fitting then that because God is the truth Right. And being dishonest and lying obscures the truth, or attempts to obscure the truth. Whereas being open and honest, you allow, um, you know, God, who is the truth, to kind of come into you. Right. And the more you add truth into your life, the sort of easier it is to to live that way. Same way with lying begets more lying. The more you expose yourself to truth, the truer you become.
1: It's very true.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Um... We can say something?
1: No.
0: I was um, just going to add that um, I think truth is especially important in marriage or in any relationship. Because like we were saying before, if um, you're not honest with one another, you kind of close yourself off. Um, and again, especially in a relationship, like a romantic relationship, you can have that tendency to lie to avoid uh, discomfort or... Mm-hmm you don't want to make things awkward or you're like having a nice night. So you don't want to bring that up. Um, and I think it can like you can s- see the results tangibly in like a day later or like later on that night, you're going to have an argument about this thing that you kind of tried to sweep under the rug.
1: It's true. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, um, in marriage, like you are dependent on that other person. And I think a lot of people want to live life as if they're independent and so, whenever you're trying to live independent an independent life within marriage, um, you kind of resist putting yourself into a dependent situations. So, if you um, don't want to rely on the other person, you don't tell the other person when you need them. You don't tell the other person when you're having a, a hard time. You make it seem to them and to yourself that you can handle this on your own. And so, you lie to yourself and you lie to them and to say, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." Or, don't worry, that didn't offend me. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. not bring up things that are difficult and hard to express because they just want to say, like, no, I can do it on my own. Where marriage kind of, you have to be dependent on each other.
0: Yeah, I think that's one scenario where you can't really allow for dishonesty because, you know, you live in such close contact and close communion, like, these things are going to come out. Mm-hmm. and it's it has to and the truth isn't always easy the truth oh it is often hard and mm-hmm. it can be difficult and you can um not want to you know not want to be honest not want to buy that train ticket mm-hmm. um but i think when you because truth is from god and of god when you open yourself up to it it's ultimately good it um, is so it's kind of like a self assessment and examination of conscience like you're going to get to these parts that you don't like, but when you open them up to truth, they are illuminated by God and can be and made raised good. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and made good. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely not easy telling the truth all the time.
1: No, but it can bring out great things. I mean, like, no, truth is not always easy, um, but truth is good, and not all... Sorry, I'm trying to clarify that not all honesty means only saying bad things. Right. Like, you can... I think it's also very good to, um, like, to be honest in saying things like, hey, it meant a lot to me that you said thank you for uh, putting... Or changing Jack's diaper. Mm-hmm. Or it, saying, you look nice today. You know, those things are honest, and it's mm-hmm. putting me in a vulnerable situation, but... They're easy. They're they're good things. Right,
0: and I think we can kind of also use the truth in a harmful way as well, um, like detraction, where you say something that's true, but you say it in a harmful way, like. Oh. Um, I don't want to use another food example.
1: <laughs> you're hungry.
0: <laughs> but if you um. Say like, like if you're working on like a project in school and. Someone you know, forgot to do their part of the assignment or they left out or they forgot to proofread a section. Um, and you kind of go to the other group and be like, well, we all know that so-and-so forgot to put in that part. You know, yeah. you're telling the truth, but you're not doing it in a loving way. It's so, like, maybe that's a good p- something to point out. The truth should always be um, accompanied by charity and kind of, Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, an assumption of, of goodwill. Cause you can, you can drop, just drop truth bombs, and they're not always, you don't always.
1: They're not always appropriate.
0: Like, you could come up to someone and just say, who aspires to be a singer, and just say, you don't sing that well. Your singing kind of sucks. And I think people do that, too, just, like, I'm just being honest. What?
1: Oh, that's the worst. It is the
0: worst.
1: Oh, uh, we don't uh, erase everything we've said before this. <laughs> Never
0: mind. Don't be honest. <laughs> no, but I think it's, um, it has to, you have to have charity as well. You do. Yeah. So it's like everything, there's there's a thin line. Or not a thin line. There's but there's, there's yeah. you know Don't div- take it too far. Right. Don't go around wait, you have a well, pain pained look on your I was face. Like,
1: Are we saying the right thing? No right truth now?
0: shouldn't be used uncharitably and it no. shouldn't be used. If someone
1: You can't use truth just because it's truth and it be good.
0: Right. Sorry, I thought you were saying <laughs> they're saying truth like it be good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't just use truth and it'd be good. <laughs> um, no, I think it has to, um, it's kind of like fraternal correction. Like you don't want to just go around and tell people what's wrong with them. You have to have um, a charity behind it. Definitely. So if you come to me and tell me that my singing, the cover songs I do of 90s R&B songs <laughs> aren't any good and that you hate them.
1: Which would be dishonest.
0: If would first of all it would be dishonest and untruthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also would also be harmful. Whereas if I were going to, uh, like, spend all my money to buy some recording time in a studio to do my Boys oh. to Men cover album. Oh my gosh! You could say that's not a you know a prudent choice. You could be honest and say mm-hmm. it, you know I don't think it'd be a worthwhile endeavor.
1: What was your album name for that one? Which one? Is it, um Surely, slowly. Oh,
0: similarly smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Gerton sings the songs of boys to men.
1: <laughs> similarly smooth. Mm-hmm.
0: Similar to boys to men, but <laughs> not <laughs> quite. The
1: Daniel Gerton version. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: I'd... Yeah. So I hope we've confused you all a lot, and no. that you don't know whether to tell you. No, but the truth. Um, truth is. The truth shall set you free. Ah. ah. No, but um truthfulness is something that is I think seriously lacking and we need more men and women who are going to be honest, um, honest with themselves, honest with each other. Um, and just kind of foster a culture of honesty. Cause it's, I think a lot of times we think we're smarter than we are mm. and people see our lies. People we're not that smart. That's one thing I've learned is that people know. Oh it's yeah. like It's if, like the
1: floppy disks. They knew, <laughs> they knew about the floppy
0: disks, <laughs> but no, like in, in, if you ever have been working with like middle schoolers or like, you know, when they're on their phones, you know, when oh they're copying gosh. each other's tests, Yeah. you know, when they're not listening and talking, like you all, I know in like high school and middle school, we thought there was like a tone that teachers couldn't hear. Like, right. if we talk at this level, teachers <laughs> cannot hear. But they hear you.
1: Oh yeah, they definitely do.
0: Um. So I think, yeah, honesty is definitely... In if in short supply.
1: And if we do start a, a culture of honesty more, we'll be holding each other accountable a lot better, which will just grow exponentially. Mm-hmm. And I think it will, really will um, help change the world into mm-hmm. a better place.
0: Yeah. And it's less of, I think, something I'm continually learning is that when you center your life in Christ and anchor your life in Christ, all of these virtues and everything come out from it, you know? hmm like, so, when you center your life on Jesus, you will want to be more truthful, you'll want to tell the truth you want you'll want to get away with away from these lies that we tell ourselves and we tell each other, yeah it's kind of that's one of the like most beautiful things I've learned about Jesus is that any point of darkness if you pour Christ into that, it becomes good, yeah, and we're lucky enough that God is infinite and multifaceted and like he's limitless, limitless, he's truth, he is light. And when we let these things that are of God into our hearts, they transform us and they help us to be the person who we truly are.
1: Right. That's the thing is that the, the us in sin and without Christ is this like pseudo self.
0: It's like, yeah, shadow. I think C.S. Lewis, I forget Mm -hmm. what, what the puppet I'm Are you gonna talk about a puppet. I'm gonna know. talk about a puppet. I want you to say whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> no, I think it was the Great, divorce. Um, I think that's one. Of them. There's this character who, ends up being like a big puppet, and there's like a little person behind it, um, directing it or making it move.
1: <laughs> oh, like a marionette. No. Yeah, kind
0: okay. of. I don't know. In my mind, I have puppet master. S- yes, but the <laughs> puppet master is small. Is that your puppet master face? <laughs> yes. But, yeah, there's this alternate person, this shell that we put out in front of us that we think is impervious and that we think is better.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the person that we are without Christ is, like, the Mm pseudo-self. And so whenever we let his light pervade us and to become more of our very being, we become our true self, Mm -hmm. true, honest self. Yeah,
0: isn't I think it was Saint John Paul II who his little turn of phrase was, um, "Christian, become who you are." Oh, he the one who says that, or some version of that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so be truthful, be honest.
1: Be honest when you
0: when you write a review for us on iTunes. Be honest when you write us your emails. And if you guys, if you're not the listener of the week, don't write us and say that you are. There can only be one and we'll know if you're not. So
1: So who's going to have the guts to email <laughs> us and say I'm the listener of the week?
0: Mm. Prize to be determined.
1: Maybe You'll at
0: least be announced on the next podcast.
1: At the very least. At the very least. Mm-hmm. No, you If you send us your address, you might get something fun.
0: Okay, or spiders. Either one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just, all right uh, but thanks everyone for joining us um, mm-hmm. please if you have any questions corrections we'll, we probably should have gotten a few more corrections than Definitely. We have. I know we've made oh, mistakes um but send us an email at halfway saints podcast at, at gmail dot com like us on Facebook
1: find us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints
0: and um yeah. Those are all of the social medias. Those are are all of them. Keep coming back. We'll keep providing you with more gold. Podcast gold. Oh,
1: pure gold.
0: Pure gold. Like Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) Spin it in into gold.
1: (laughs) All right. I hope everybody has a great week. Bye,
0: everyone.